welcome to the Bippity Boppity Basics Podcast, a lifestyle podcast with a magical twist. I'm your host, Caitlin May, and I'm a self-proclaimed Disney adult and childless millennial who is obsessed with Harry Potter, Florida sunshine, and all things basic. Here on the podcast, I chat weekly about everything Disney, Harry Potter, theme park news, and navigating my basic late 20s life. Hello, Magical Basics. Katie here. Welcome back to the pod. I am so excited to share with you the first guest of our new season, our blog writer and digital content creator, Ariel. It was so fun to sit down with Ariel and hear about her love of Disney, Make-A-Wish, and the DCP. She has such a unique story, and I can't wait for you to hear it. But first, let's get into the Bippity-Boppity broadcast. Welcome to the second episode of the Bippity-Boppity broadcast. I'm super excited for today's news. It is definitely not as much as episode one, but there are a lot of exciting news, especially out of the Disney universe. So let's get started with Disney World. So first things first, big announcement. As of right now, today, October 4th, um, resort guests can now head on into the parks 30 minutes early and ride select rides. So Disney is updating their park hours to include this extra 30 minutes. We have an article linked down below that specifies if you qualify as one of the resort guests who are allowed to enter into the park 30 minutes beforehand to take advantage of these extra little hours of magic. So if you are interested in an upcoming trip that you have or just in general, be sure to read that article down below. Let's move on to Magic Kingdom. A lot happening in Magic Kingdom, obviously, because Disney turned 50 years old on October 1st. We celebrated with the launch of season three and a bunch of Disney-filled activities that day, just like everyone else, I'm sure, to celebrate one of our favorite places on Earth turning 50 years old. So here's what you missed if you did not catch up on that day and see what was going on. The stage that is in front of Cinderella's castle has now a new coat of beautiful iridescent paint to match the color scheme of the castle for the 50th anniversary. It also has the Disney 50th Most Magical Celebration on Earth logo as well. The Main Street Confectionery opened on September 28th with a new modern, gorgeous look with new menu items, um, new ice creams, new pastries, and a new interactive candy wall. And I will say it is one of the most aesthetic things I have ever seen in my life. So definitely go check out the brand new confectionery. This is probably single-handedly the most important news story that I want to touch on in this episode, and that is we have a new spring roll flavor. If you don't know what the spring rolls are in Magic Kingdom, you are definitely missing out. 
Go check the spring roll stand near Adventureland when you are in MK the next time. You will not regret it. They have a hamburger spring roll that is amazing, but they always cycle through a secondary spring roll. This one is a 50th anniversary special. It is pastrami pepper jack cheese with a mustard dipping sauce, and that honestly sounds phenomenal. (laughs) And I'm not sure if I should read this headline or not because I was feeling some sort of way when I, uh, when I was collecting the news for this week. John says I should read it. Um, so I will read it and then I will smooth it over with a little bit more of a synopsis. But Disney Enchantment has brutally murdered and betrayed Happily Ever After on October 1st. Um, all jokes aside, Happily Ever After is gone and has been replaced by Disney Enchantment. Now, I will say this. I am saving myself to watch it in person. I have not looked at pictures except for the concept art that they released like months ago. Um, I haven't looked at pictures. I haven't looked at videos. I did not watch the live stream. If you want, it is on Disney Plus and the link is down below as well in this news article. But I think that I wouldn't be fair if I did not give Enchantment the the first viewing of in-person. Does that make sense? I just, I feel like I'm, my heart is already quick to judge because I'm still so sad about Happily Ever After. So stay tuned for when I actually get the chance to go and watch it in person and we will discuss my thoughts and your thoughts later on. If you want to let me know Um, how you feel about Enchantment because you've seen it in person or you watch the live stream, I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions. Absolutely exciting news. This is such a step in the direction of semi-normalcy since the pandemic and since the beginning of this podcast, honestly. Um, The stage show has returned by way of the 50th anniversary. Um, It is a welcome show with the Fab Five and their friends in their gorgeous iridescent costumes. And it is just so refreshing to know that there is a castle stage show. Uh, definitely one of my favorite parts of Disney, and it's something that I have absolutely missed since um, the Disney parks reopening after being closed. We also have a new 50th anniversary cavalcade. Of course, that also includes the Fab Five, their friends, and lots of Disney cast member dancers and performers in the gorgeous iridescent color costumes. I am Honestly, I am living for this iridescent color palette. I think it's absolutely beautiful and breathtaking, and I'm I'm ready to have it for 18 months. We also have a new mini 50th sipper. She is absolutely adorable. She is in her iridescent dress, and she's doing a nice, cute little pose with her eyes gazing towards the sky. A lot of people like to think that it is her while watching the new Disney fireworks enchantment. Um, But if you are definitely a popcorn bucket and sipper collector, you need to get your hands on this mini sipper. She is adorable, but I will say that I'm going to wish you good luck because she is selling out like crazy. One of the more heartwarming stories in the broadcast today, and it just made me smile when I read this and was collecting this story for the broadcast, 
um, is that the pianist is back at Casey's Corner and they are doing it in rotation sets of different pianists throughout the 50th anniversary celebration. And the very first pianist that is in the first set rotation is Randy Morris, who was the original pianist in 1971 when the park opened. So he is definitely something really special to see if you are traveling to Disney anytime soon. Moving on to Epcot, lots of changes for Epcot this week. Um, First things first, exciting news. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind has an opening announcement. Walt Disney World has confirmed that the ride will open in 2022, which is amazing. They did say that it would be in time for the 50th, but they had also not specified when that would be. And so it's really awesome that we have a year nailed down and we're excited to hear an actual date very soon. As far as fireworks, Harmonious debuted in Epcot on September 29th. It did replace Epcot Forever, which replaced Illuminations. Now, I know I sound like a broken record, but Illuminations, it changed me as a kid. So I have a, a lot of high expectations for Harmonious. Um, I was very sad to hear that Illuminations reflection and Reflections of Earth was leaving. So I am I'm I am hopeful that Harmonious is going to to do it for me. Uh, I like I said I know I sound like a broken record. I am still really upset about Happily Ever After, but I I think I have more hope in Harmonious than I do Disney Enchantment. So if you've seen Harmonious, let me know what you think. Another really cool and exciting thing to change about Epcot is that we have new neighborhood layouts and names for Epcot. Um, One that did stay the same, of course, World Showcase. That's not changing anytime soon. That neighborhood is still called World Showcase. But instead of Future World, we now have it divided into three different neighborhoods. So on Living with the Land, Soar Inside, that is now World Nature. Crossing over with the new Space 220 restaurant, the almost Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and Mission Space, we have World Discovery. And then right smack dab in the middle with, of course, the flagship of Spaceship Earth, we have World Celebration. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is now officially opened to all guests, so no longer pass holder previews. Anybody who is in the parks who is wanting to stand by in that standby queue is willing and able to do so. Um, Jonathan and I rode this ride in Paris. We absolutely loved it. So if you are in Epcot anytime soon, definitely make time to ride Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. It is absolutely adorable. Moving on to Hollywood Studios. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser has an official opening date. The hotel will open March 1st, 2022. And in the email, it's described that it will be a two-night immersive experience. Bookings have started now. Um, They described it as a 
a stay at a hotel, yes, but more so an of immersive like theater art piece experience where you yourself as the guest is written into the narrative and the story of the resort. So I think it would be such a phenomenal opportunity to um, stay in this two night experience. If you, if that would be something that you're really interested in, I would love to hear your thoughts about this. I know it is quite pricey, but honestly, if I had the money, I would do it. So now into other Disney news, Shang-Chi will actually be available on Disney Plus on November 12th. So very exciting news if you have not gotten the opportunity to go and see the film just yet. Visa and Chase actually debuted a new design for the Disney card that is 50th anniversary themed. You actually can change your design for free by logging into your Chase account. Of course, I had to jump at the opportunity to do this. So I have my card right here. Um, I guess John can get a nice little close up of it. Um, but as you can see, it is absolutely adorable. It showcases the iridescent color palette and it has that gorgeous 50 and the Cinderella Castle logo. Um, I just think it is an absolutely beautiful card and why not change it to celebrate 50 years of magic? Finally, our last news story is another thing that I am very, very excited about. I have a lot of beautiful memories from childhood coming and watching these shows. Cirque du Soleil show will now open November 18th in Disney Springs, finally after a very long hiatus because of the pandemic. It is called Drawn to Life and it is described as a love letter to animation quite a fitting theme for the show that is performing in Disney Springs. So that is it for the broadcast today. I am very anxious to hear what your opinions are of these certain news stories, but more importantly, I'm very, very excited for you to hear Ariel's interview. Um, it is definitely such an amazing story and I think you will really love it. So Ariel's interview will be right after our break. Ariel, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. We are, I'm just excited to actually be able to introduce you to everybody. Um, I know you came on like in the like early part of the year and you've just kind of been behind the scenes ever since, but I'm really excited that everybody gets to put a face to the name now and uh, we get to hear just a nice little introduction of you for the rest of the times that you'll, you know, they'll see your face and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this episode. Um, so how about we just start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself, um, just general things, why you wanted to be involved in the project, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So um, I am like a new Orlando transplant. Um, we were living in like the Gulf area of Florida. And, you know, of course you talked me into moving to your apartment complex, <laughs> you know, um, and I'm in the field of education. I just stepped out of the classroom. So I'm doing like a leadership test coordinating type thing that is like just crazy all the time. And so that's part of the reason I wanted to be part of this project is because it is so far removed from the field of education. Mm. 
and it's fun and it's enjoyable and it's creative and those are things I don't always get to do at work. Yeah. And so that was why initially I actually even joined like Bibbidi Bobbidi Basics. I just really like love the idea that you've kind of come up with for the third season. And so as soon as you pitched it, I was like, oh yeah, like I definitely want to be a guest and talk about my experiences because Disney is like such a personal thing for me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think, I think that's like you being the first guest of this season. Um, I think that's what we really were striving to do here with the pod because it's so personal to everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone has some former fashion um, relationship with Disney. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's really fascinating to pull people who might not be friends in any other area of their life, but yet we still can kind of, you know, gather together mm-hmm. and agree on the way that Disney has impacted us in our lives. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. That's the perfect segue. Um, what is your favorite Disney film? Oh, I like a lot, but I think, I think it's Tangled. So why? So like sometimes I'll sit down to watch something with my daughter Mm -hmm. and I'll be like, oh, I've seen it a million times. I don't want to watch this. But never with Tangled. Like, I'm down to watch Tangled pretty much all the time. And it's just so fun. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that perfect mix of, of, like, she doesn't need to be saved necessarily. She's a really good heroine. Yeah. Um, but also they have the love story, which is really sweet. And I absolutely am a sucker for the lantern scene. Mm. That song. Iconic. I, like, pause the movie and I'm like, Listen, Pixar nailed it. Yeah. Was that Pixar? No, I think it was just actual Disney. Okay. Yeah, John shaking his head. That's, <laughs> his, that's his favorite movie. Disney animation. <laughs> fact check. Yeah, John's the fact checker. <laughs> well, we'll keep that down at the bottom. Like, told. Lies Ariel's told. It's like your um, face on the ticker. <laughs> like, a, during the, like, elections. <laughs> Um, but, so, Disney just nailed it mm-hmm. with that one. I mean, yeah. I pause it, and I'm just like gosh it is beautiful yeah without being like actually filmed in real life they made it feel so real with animation yeah it's that's so true um so as you know we are lovers of disney Mm -hmm. but we are also lovers of harry potter here at the podcast and uh you are as well so Mm -hmm. what is your hogwarts house so i'm a slytherin okay I am, but I I think I'm more aligned with, like, the Slither Claw. Like, I don't feel like I am fully Slytherin. I think I definitely have the attributes of Ravenclaw as well. Okay. And so I've taken the official test. It's been Slytherin. I've taken some secondary tests. I've taken the other one before. Yeah, and it's... It's kind of a mixed bag. Like it's mostly Slytherin with some Ravenclaw thrown in. So do you do you feel like Slytherin is accurate or do you feel like it should be Raven? Like do you feel like you have enough Slytherin that you identify with that you're like, okay, yes, I agree with this. Yeah, because I'm an okay. Enneagram 3. Okay. And I think those are pretty Slytherin-esque. Like yeah. the idea of wanting to be like the most powerful person in the room. Right. CEO, kind of like executive leader. That's like, that's how very ambitious. are. Very ambitious. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so obviously that. But I also think I have that like deep thirst and knowledge for learning. Mm-hmm. And that's very That Ravenclaw. plays really into the Ravenclaw side. So 
if I went to Hogwarts, I don't actually, I'm not sure. Like I've thought about that before. Like obviously I know like where do my attributes lie, but if I actually went to Hogwarts and I needed to be sorted, I don't, I don't know where I would thrive. I don't Mm. know if I am as cutthroat as I would need to be to be a Slytherin. Yeah. I think I would probably be more like Mousy in the books with Ravenclaws. Right. Interesting. So would you, obviously the sorting hat takes into account. (laughs) Would you, if he was going towards Slytherin, would you choose Ravenclaw? And would you kind of say like, no, like I want that? Yeah, probably. I don't. I don't think I would want to be a Slytherin. I think that like even if that's who I am to the core, I don't think that I'm like mean enough or have the backbone enough Mm. to make it in the Slytherin house. Not from what we've seen from Harry Potter. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they're mean. I I couldn't do it. They're catty and they're mean and like, no, I don't. So cutthroat question. Okay. What merch do you buy? I do buy Slytherin. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Green's my color, though. So. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. You got to shop with your color palette, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I do. I, like, in this world, I'm a Slytherin. But in that world, I don't think I could cut it as a Slytherin. I get you. That makes sense. That's fair. So let's start with a new section that we are thinking about bringing to this season. Um, and basically, it's just a lightning round. I named it the lightning bolt round. I was trying to be cute and kitschy in Harry Potter, but... I don't know if it'll stick just yet. <laughs> um, but basically, it's just a mixed bag of questions. And I have a randomizer okay. on my iPad. And I'm just going to click through. And it's going to give it at random. And we're going to see just how many you can get through in our our okay. little time. Okay? okay. So take a couple seconds to collect yourself. This is my competitive prepare side. Yeah. <laughs> All of the attributes that we were just talking about are manifesting themselves. Um, Okay, are you ready? Wait. Okay, yeah, go. Okay, clock. All right. Harry Potter death that makes you cry. We're off to a great start. (laughs) Crap. Oh, oh, the one where the the, uh, Lupin and um, his wife are holding hands and they're dead. Balling. Every time. Um, First Disney film you remember seeing. Snow White, when I had the chicken pox. Like <laughs> oh favorite sidekick. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, oh, Pascal. Oh, cute. So a Disney cute. song that gets stuck in your head. Uh, well, right now, whistle while you work. <laughs> All right, trivia question. Okay. In 1929, Mickey spoke his first words. What were they? <laughs> no, but good guess. Hot dog. <laughs> oh, hot dog. Hot dog. Got um, overrated Pixar film. Oh, shoot. Toy Story? Oh, fair. I agree with that. Hot take. Um, First Disney film. Oh, no, we already had that one. Disney film that you find boring. Toy Story? Also fair. <laughs> Do you start in Mexico or Canada? Ooh. Ooh. Doing food and wine, um, Canada. Kay. During any other time, Mexico, because I want to hit uh, the, the pavilion ride in Mexico. and With the marks. With the good, good marks. <laughs> and also um, Norway for Frozen. Fair. Fair. Trivia question. Leia Salonga served as the singing voice of two of the Disney princesses. Which ones? Mulan. Yes. Shoot, I don't know. Jasmine. She was Jasmine too? Yep. Jasmine and Mulan. Jasmine, oh Least favorite Disney song. 
Whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle moment. <laughs> Favorite Disney kiss? Tangled lanterns. Oh, wait, they don't kiss. Do they? Oh, they don't. No, I don't think they do. They don't. But I'm going to pretend they do. And I'm going to say the lanterns. <laughs> but I'm going to pretend they do. Oh, that's the time. All right. So let's talk about um, a little bit more of like the personal side of Disney. I know we touched on that very briefly in the beginning. Um, but I really want to just kind of dive a little bit deeper into that and why Disney means so much to you just personally. Um, so first question, what was the first time you ever went to Disney? My first time, um, I was like four or five. Mm -hmm. I got to go like pretty young. Um, my parents took me, we did the whole, I guess I'm, I'm assuming they did the whole save up and like forever and then yeah. go. And, um, and I think we did like Chef Mickey. I'm pretty sure oh, I remember something with Chef Mickey. Um, I did like the princess autographs and got character autographs. Um, and I, oh, I do remember Snow White's Scary Adventures and like Mr. Oh, Toad. Oh, yeah. And that Toad ride that, that used to be one of the dark rides. Yeah. I think it was Winnie the Pooh. And they replaced it. Used it used to be Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it Winnie, is the, Winnie Pooh the Pooh was yeah. what replaced it, yes. Yes. So those are, that's like basically all I remember. Um, I remember, you know, having fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like psychology says like you don't really retain that many memories at that age. Right. It's, you have to like be older. Right. So um, that was the first time. And, and what about Universal? Um, When we moved here. That was the first time I had ever been to Universal. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I think we went like pretty quickly after we moved here. So probably when you moved to the Gulf, not yeah, to sorry, Orlando. Yeah, when I moved to okay. the Gulf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. So yeah. that was like after college. Mm-hmm. So it was like four years ago, probably. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. So why why would you say Disney and Harry Potter and basically everything that it encompasses is important to you? Um, so, like, Disney, like, my, my story with Disney is very personal, and, like, everybody's story is different, so, like, mine Mm -hmm. is not like anyone else's, but, um, I went to Disney again with my family when I was probably 12, I'm Mm -hmm. gonna say 12, um, because my brother, who was born with kidney failure, so it's called prune belly syndrome, that's, like, there's almost no function in the kidneys. So 10% was his functioning. And so he was on dialysis and he had a host of other medical problems. Um, and when he was, I'm going to say four or five, I think like I didn't get a definitive answer. So sorry, mom, if you're watching this. Uh, I'm not positive. But I think we'll say five. I think five sounds good. Um, uh, he got to actually experience going to Disney like we did as a family through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, five is hard, like, because I asked my mom, I was like, is that really what he wanted? Like, and right. she was like, you know, we watch Disney shows, and I think, like, that was the best thing for all of us as a family because, yeah. you know, it really helped us have those memories. Yeah. And that's what a lot of it's about, like, you know, and um, – and, it's incredible firsthand experience like the things that Make-A-Wish does for like and partners with Disney Mm. for families is just phenomenal like they don't have to do anything Mm -hmm. I mean just even from like they do a wish granting ceremony they don't just tell you like hey you're going to Disney right but like 
Matt loved baseball. So they took us and they like got a bunch of seats at the Arkansas Travelers game in Little Rock and said like, bring whoever you want. So oh my got, God, I literally like just got goosebumps. Oh, it was really cool. And oh. then they had a fairy godmother who came out and like beforehand, like after like, like before the pitch, they throw the pitch out the first one. So like she came out and she was like, I'm, you know, granting a wish you're going to Disney. And um, like, boom, like two days later we were, we were going. Whoa, so yeah, it really? was really quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, my parents knew about it, obviously, right. but, like, it was, like, I think, like, a Sunday, and we left, like, a few days after that. So, um, they were getting everything ready, but, so we stayed at the Give Kids the World Village uh-huh. um, in Orlando, and, again, everything that they do is just, like, it's just incredible. Yeah. Like, it's not just, oh, we're going to, like, this nice hotel resort, and, yeah, there's amenities and stuff, but, like... They put so much time into planning out activities for families. There's, like, a mini golf course. There's a movie theater, 24-hour ice cream. They do, um, like, little activities and shows. They have a big pool. They even have, like, trained staff that will be there so that parents can have a date night. Oh, trained staff that can take care of the so kids. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they've thought of, like, everything. They they did. And and they um, – when Make-A-Wish sends you, like, obviously they pay for all of your, like, your tickets and whatever the lodging would be for Give Kids the World because I know it's got to cost something to run it. Right. Um, And they also give you spending money. Um, I don't know how much. That really? Would, that would be on my parents. Yeah. For, like, they, like, set aside, like, here's specifically for, like, the mom and dad, like – the date night or whatever that was covered it wasn't even something my parents paid for um and then like here's money for matt for like souvenirs and whatever and the siblings so like i had my own like money towards souvenirs yeah and like they got things like every day um the like give kids the world mayor i think he was like a i think he's a rabbit i'm pretty sure um but he like comes around and he'll leave goodie baskets um, in the villas. So every day there was something new and Matt always got like really awesome like Disney merchandise and stuffed animals and all that. But I did too. And my oh, sister wow. who was like one. So yeah. I mean they think of everything. Wow. And they make it like the most special occasion that they possibly can. Because I mean like a lot of those kids like in in case like people that are listening don't know like if you're getting receiving a wish from Make a Wish, like you're you're pretty sick. Mm-hmm. So it's there's a chance that those kids that are visiting are not going to be around the next it, year. Yeah. So it's some some of them. It's that last like opportunity for families to spend time together and make memories. And um, you know, in the case of my family, like my brother did pass away two year like two years after that. Mm-hmm. So we were able to hold on to those memories. Um, yeah. Of Make a Wish and Disney and 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 yeah, so that. That makes it very personal to me. Yeah. And when I think about, like, family memories, I a lot of times think about those times we had in Disney. Um, and Disney, you know, just, like, the systems they have in place to have a really, like, make a good experience for those mm-hmm. families. Um, like, they give you passes, like a sticker. That, and, again, this was when I went, so I don't know if it's changed. Right. But for us, they gave us a sticker, and that put you at the front of the line. So really, mm-hmm. oh my, I was literally on. about to ask, like, how was yeah. like the days at the park? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you walked on. Um, yeah, <gasps> I'm like literally crying, like just listening to this. That's so oh, that just like warms my because it's so magical just as like the average person going mm-hmm. like it makes my heart so happy to hear that like 
families who are going through things like that, like, have that opportunity for that magic to be, like, just that much more. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those kids are really sick. So, yeah. like, it, there is a necessity for them to not wait in lines. And yeah. even even more so than, like, the DAS. And that may be what they use now, the Disney, like, accessibility mm-hmm. or disability pass. That may be what they use now. But at the time, that's – we just walked on. And, and, it, and, and like, if Matt couldn't ride something – and I could, I could go to the front of the line too. Oh. Or my parents could go. Like, so it was, they really like celebrated the whole family. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's about the wish child. Yes, we want to give him the best memories. But also, you know, they want the whole family to enjoy the experience. Right. And so, yeah, there was, you know, it just, it's just, I, I don't, like, Disney just is one of those things, like, I don't know. It just, I have really good memories and, and, um, and I went again with friends. So after my brother passed away in 2007, mm-hmm. my like best childhood friend and her family had planned this big two-week Disney vacation. Wow. Yeah, two weeks. Goals. Full on like everything planned, all the reservations. Goals. Oh everything. my gosh. Yeah, State of the Polynesian. Like Wow. Yes. It was it was awesome. And like they they wanted me to go. They asked me to go. And they took care of everything and because I think they just wanted me to feel loved and and like to have a break from grief. Yeah. You and your brother were pretty close in age, so you were pretty young during that time as well. Yeah. Having to go through all of that too. Yeah, I was born in nineteen ninety two and he was born in two thousand. Mm-hmm. So eight years apart. Yeah. Which so- is not I mean, not too much. I mean, and it was it was difficult. It was like in the height of middle school that all this happened. So, which is already a tumultuous time in yeah. a young person's life. Yeah, on yeah. top of going through very grown up situations like that. Yeah, and it's, but yeah, like I, that's what Disney provided me was that break from from grieving and and um, and just being able to experience that. Um, with friends, like really close friends who were also really close to our family and Matt. Like, yeah. So it was, you know, not l- my friend Janet. It's not like her brother died, but mm-hmm. like it's pretty close. Yeah. Because we, since like second grade, had been like like this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. And, and all of that kind of like built up. And so when I got the opportunity in college, I did the Disney college program. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was because of those experiences, especially mm-hmm. the one going with Make-A-Wish. Like, I I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be there. Be that and, person yeah, for somebody else. And give magic back. And um, and while the program was, like, not the best sometimes because um, I was away from family and um, going to Disney and working for the mouse are two different things. Yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. For sure. So, but I will say that I did get to give Disney magic to a Make-A-Wish family while I was there. So, and that was close to that, like, when I, like, left. So it was kind of, like, ending on a good note. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, like, that makes me want to cry. That's just, like, such a full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and now you get to give the Disney magic to your kids. Um, yeah. And... You live 10 minutes away from the mouse and, you know, you, you're able to bring them there too and, like, instill that love in them and yeah, in your little family now. I know. That's – and, like, we went to Disney when we moved here for five years ago 
and it was fine. Like it was, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was great. I was like, okay, yeah, you know. But like now that Olivia, my mm-hmm. daughter, is almost four years old, Disney is like nothing else. Now. She's starting to like comprehend everything yes. now and, and ask for rides mm-hmm. and princesses and like no specific things. We're not just dragging her along, like, right? We can say, okay, okay, Olivia, like what are the five things you want to do while we're here, right? And she'll tell us. And um, she has her favorite rides now. Loves the Little Mermaid ride. Um, she has good taste, obviously. She does. <laughs> I think she would ride that a million times. I think Buzz Lightyear is her favorite, though. Actually. I mean, that's fair. That's a pretty solid ride. Yeah, and that was my brother's favorite ride, too. Oh, so that... I definitely love riding that ride. Yeah, for sure. For I mean, it's just a good one, like, in the sh- with the shooting and the lights and all that. But, yeah, it's different when you're a parent. Mm-hmm. Like, it is – it's a new – like, I thought it would be more stressful, and it can be. I get, like, really overheated more at Disney because <laughs> uh, I think I'm just worried about a million things. There's a lot right. of people. But, yeah, just seeing her, like, and letting her run ahead of us mm-hmm. and run around in the crowds and, and experience and take it all in yeah, is just so cool. I get so much serotonin, like, listening to people like you the other night who has, like, never seen, like – like oh I love gosh. watching Happily Ever After, but I get so much serotonin from listening to people who like clearly have never seen it. And it's just like you get to relive like the feelings that it gave you the first time all over again. So I can't even imagine how fun it is to go with a kid who like is soaking up all of the Disney magic. Like obviously you you lose that innocence as you get older and there are so many times that I, like, am in the park and I just remember being, like, I wish I could feel the same way I felt the first time I came here. Like, yeah. meeting all the characters and, like, just that element of, like, I was – I felt like I was living in that magic that, like, you watch on the TV screens when you, you know, pop that VHS in – um as a kid and so I can't even imagine how magical it is to like watch it through a kid's eyes like living that for the first time um and I think that's like that is like what how Disney connects us all mm -hmm. because you know um like regardless of like politics or like your view on mask or religion or socioeconomic status. Mm-hmm. Like we're all separated by so many things, mm-hmm. but we have all been a child. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have experienced childhood. And at some point during our childhood, maybe you haven't visited Disney, but you have experienced some childlike innocence, yeah. some moments of like pure joy. And that's what Disney provides. It's yeah. like, it's where, you know, like Chuck E. Cheese's tagline where a kid can be a kid, but it's like where anyone can be a kid. Yeah. And that's what they do is they really do like make it. And there, and there are so many things that are just like so like the fidelity in which they have built that park towards like the movies, mm-hmm. like it does make those connections. So yeah. like you are feeling like I get super excited and we rode the mine train the other day and it it was fine. But when we were in that like mine area with the dwarves and they were mm-hmm. like doing their thing and all the stuff. Yeah, their little song. I got so much nostalgia. Yeah. Because my first movie I remember, Snow White, when I had the chicken pox, and it's just that, that serotonin boost. Yeah. And that's what connects us all is that we all have have had moments 
of joy in which Disney can like bring us back to, like yeah. you said, like feeling those those feelings and experiences. Yeah. So is that my next question? Is why do you think Disney is important to so many people? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I I could not agree more because there are so many people who. Like you said, I feel like everything, especially during the times that we're living in now, um, we're, it's it's so divided. Like, I feel like everything we watch, it's just a he said, she said, they said, but we don't think that way. Just about mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Disney is not ever one of those, you know, like... I feel like Disney has something for everybody, Um, whether it's, you know, there's plenty of people that I know that are not the biggest theme park fans, but like they love Marvel and they'll watch every Marvel movie ever made show, whatever, like Disney hits so many topics and and soul pressure points for people. Um, And I think it's really powerful to focus on that, which is why we have season three. So. Let's end this episode on a bit of a light note. We've talked about all the heavy and intimate um, parts of Disney and Harry Potter and why they resonate with you. Um, But we are also, we're trifold here. Disney, Harry Potter, and basic pop culture. The celebration of basic pop culture is what I should say. We are celebrating our basic label as a badge of honor. Um, 100%. So what is the most basic thing you've ever done? Ugh. It can be in the parks. It can be in real life. It can You can have two answers in the parks and in real life. Just why, why would you identify with the label basic? Yeah, I think like in my life, the most basic thing I've ever done is do like the selfie with the Taylor Swift lyrics in the Starbucks cup. <laughs> yeah, like it that doesn't like get more basic. The, than um, that. It really doesn't. Like that's like the three <laughs> pinnacles of basic in the is, best like, way. I love Starbucks T-Swift. and selfies. <laughs> She's queen. Like uh, I, I don't listen to anything else. Queen. I mean, I've trained my son to go to sleep to her albums. No, like no joke. We just pick one. My husband and I fight over it because it's either 1989 for him, but like that's too much of a bop. I feel like he's not going to sleep. So that's I'm fair. Like, that's fair. Evermore is more chill. Yeah. You know? But like, so yeah, I feel like Queen of Basic, Taylor Swift, Starbucks, selfie, for sure. Very, very solid answer. And then the parks, <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like when we went to the, um, what is it used, it used to be called? Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's not used to be. Hopefully it comes back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hope that's not a thing that we're like, Please. oh, one yeah, it used to be called. Rip. Um, but when we went to Mickey's Not So Scary for Olivia's birthday, when she was like one. <laughs> but really for Ariel to go to Mickey's <laughs> yeah, Not So Scary. <laughs> she was uh, one years old, so it was for me. Uh, that's basic in and of itself. But um, like, just like I, I got all dressed up. I wore the t-shirt. I wore the ears. And I was, like, feeling myself, and I, like, did all the meet and greets, like, all of them. And and I think, like, each time an adult does a meet and greet, it's a little bit basic. Like, in the best It's 100%. In the best way. Yeah, 100%. I will tell you, I have plans for a very basic moment. Um, if we have a third child, which Jonathan may stop us, but if we are able <laughs> to have Jonathan's a third, life's mission. <laughs> if we're able to ever have a third kid, 
The new thing I keep seeing, the trend on the Disney Facebook group is the like picture of Mickey Mouse holding like a sign. Oh, sorry. A sign. And then people are photoshopping their ultrasound pictures into it. Stop. That's too much. So when we have a third one and the announcement will be Mickey Mouse holding an ultrasound picture. That's too much, but like I honestly love it and I support that wholeheartedly. It will be. It will be like, ha ha, they're having a baby. That's going to be it. Jonathan and I were literally in Epcot the other day. Who was it? Was it Mickey? I think it was Mickey and Minnie at the entrance. And um, I was like, yeah, obviously like excited because they just bring me so much joy. And I'm like, do you ever think how weird it is that like I am a grown woman and I will stand in line to take photos with a person probably my age or younger than me? Uh, in a suit. And he's like, yes, that is the weirdest thing ever. And it kind of creeps me out. And I'm like, it brings me so much joy and I'm not going to stop. <laughs> but like, think about all the like, the, not even that, like, you're just like standing, like having like just normal experiences mm-hmm. with him. Think about how weird it is that people are doing like pregnancy announcements. So they're having this like stranger in a suit. I know, it really And probably, you're right, like, probably 21 years old, not even experienced life, a baby. Right, right. Um, And they're the ones that are on the receiving end of being, like, but I've seen some weird ones. I've seen, like, divorce papers being. Stop. Yes, there's a view of Pinterest. It. Yes, there is. You can Google it. Um, Divorce papers, um, like, or people announcing that they're getting divorced, like, as a mutual thing. Wow. Or, like, ma- marriage proposals, even, like, these super intimate moments. Right. And people are doing it with this stranger and Mickey Just chilling. Yeah. Like, it it's honestly, basic. it's, it's like, it gets funnier the more you think about it. Like, it really does. It does. <laughs> but I love it. It brings me so much joy. I can't help it. I, like, yeah. Before meet and greet, which I'm like, I'm just waiting for the day that meet and greets come back because I'm literally going to go there just for a day of only meet and greets. Like, I will stand in line and meet everybody that I have the opportunity to meet because I just want to hug them so bad. Um, But I literally would just, I, every trip I would make it a point like I'm meeting Ariel or this was not a Disney trip. And I'm like, that's so weird. Like, like what she sees me walking in completely by myself, okay? And I have a fast pass for it, okay? <laughs> Not anymore because you have to pay for them. But, like, she sees me She's walking gonna in. It, I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> 50 bucks, Ariel. <laughs> um, She sees me, a grown adult, coming in without a child. <laughs> and I will sit there and, you know, good on her because she will sit there and talk to me like I'm a five-year-old and for, you know, like my allotted two minutes and the little cast member is going to take pictures of us and I'm going to be on my merry way. But I think about that a lot, but not enough to have me stop, you know, like at least you have a kid so you can justify. Like, right. But I always get a picture with just me. Bed. Like I always say, like, all right, my turn. Olivia gets her picture. I get mine. Like, that's just how it is. Right. Wow. Honestly, me as a mom, <laughs> I just really relate to that so hard. I'd be like, like okay, right, enough about you. <laughs> go. You can't be in my picture. Gosh, like, for sure. How I dare mean, you? <laughs> you, stole, you stole my womb for nine months. <laughs> you can give me this picture by myself. <laughs> I For real. And it is just, yeah, sitting here thinking about it, Like, it is beyond basic. Yeah. 
But in 100%. the best way. 100%. Well, Ariel, thank you so much for coming on the pod. I'm really excited that everybody got to meet you officially now. And um, I just have had glowing responses of the blog post that we launched our website with. Um, my sister, like, particularly loved The Bachelor one. If you want to read the blog post, we launched with five separate blog posts, actually six, including your Happily Ever After one. Yeah, you'll want to catch um, that one. It's a real tearjerker. For sure. I had no idea that that was your first time watching Happily Ever After. No, because I have children. They don't want to stay for fireworks. They can't sit still. There's plenty of children who stay for fireworks. <laughs> Not mine. My daughter is just like, it's so loud. <laughs> so then we go ride rides. I see the the fireworks going, but that's the first time I saw the projections. So that's dead. what got me. Um, that's fair. That's that fair. That is what the music and the projections were just. <laughs> They're so good. Um, rip to happily ever after. It'll be back. <laughs> Hold on to that hope. Um, but if you want to read that blog post about Ariel's first time watching Happily Ever After. Without and, my children. Yeah, without her children. And all of her other blog posts, those are on the website, which is linked down below and in the show notes. Um, and then you can also find them via Pinterest. If you want to check out our Pinterest page, everything is linked as well. So excited for more blogs and videos and episodes with you to come. Um, and thank you so much for being on the pod once again. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow the pod and let me know what you thought of today's episode. All of our links are in the show notes and description box down below. And if you're listening to today's episode, please give us a rate and review. And don't forget to include your Instagram handle to be featured as our basic of the week. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and ring the notification bell. I upload new episodes on Wednesday and other videos for more Magic Mondays. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Until then, basics, stay magical.